0: Hello and welcome to Amorosa, a podcast all about pleasure, intimacy, sex, and love. I'm your host Madre de Miel and I talk about how to fully embody our desires, nurture fulfilling relationships, and deeply connect to ourselves and others shamelessly. This is a judgment-free zone intent on making love and centering our pleasure. Enjoy the episode! masturbate, it's normal and healthy if you do, and it's normal and healthy if you don't. Masturbation is all about self-pleasure, so if it isn't something that interests you or that you even like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The manifestation of your sexuality is completely valid as it is, which highlights the importance of having these conversations with our partners before we assume that they even masturbate. Just because masturbation is normal and healthy doesn't mean it's an act everyone is obligated to do, and it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them if they choose to abstain. As we normalize masturbation, which is super important, it's also essential that we remember that it's about engaging in it purely out of pleasure. What a wonderful notion, right? Unfortunately, our culture doesn't really reflect that. There are countless myths that stigmatize it, which leads to feelings of shame and guilt for many people. And shedding those feelings can take time, so I hope that you can direct some compassion your way if you're struggling with that, or to someone else that is. Muscling our way out of shame is usually not very effective. Instead, try being gentle and patient with yourself. That can work wonders. In addition to a healthy dose of self-compassion, many people diffuse the intensity of masturbation guilt when they remember that it's a really healthy practice. Benefits include stress relief, pain reduction like when you have a headache, or if you menstruate when you need cramp relief, huge win. It can also be a mood boost and bolster our immunity. Lastly, it's been reported to act as a sleep aid. And yes, these benefits can be enjoyed doing a whole host of things without self-pleasuring. Can you tell I'm trying really hard not to be a masturbation pusher? <laughs> there is also nothing wrong or frivolous about using these health benefits as reminders when masturbation shame starts to make an appearance. Whatever works, right? Okay, time out. Before we keep going, should we define masturbation? I mean, it may seem like an easy word to define, but research shows people's definitions of it are all over the map. Let's do a quick exercise to illustrate this. Take note of whether you would define the following statements as masturbation. Number one, touching or stimulating your genitals, but without aiming to orgasm. Two, touching or stimulating your genitals without coming, even though the goal was to orgasm. Three, Touching and stimulating your lovely genitals until you orgasm. Woohoo! Four, indulging in a sexual fantasy without touching or stimulating any part of your body, but feeling intense pleasure at the thoughts taking shape in your mental landscape. Five, touching and stimulating parts of your body that are not your genitals and feeling really turned on. And what about if you keep doing that and eventually orgasm? without even touching your genitals. Does that count as masturbation? Now, add a partner to all of the scenarios we just mentioned, but they never touch you. Instead, they only witness you and potentially do any of the acts we just talked about while you witness them. Does that count as masturbation? Or would you think of that as sex? The Kinsey Institute writes that many respond yes and no to all of those scenarios. So what's understood as masturbation out in the world? It looks like as a society, we don't have clarity about what we mean when we use that word. And it has also been found that this is the case for other words like sex and infidelity. This not only applies to the general public, but also to sexuality professionals like sex researchers, educators, therapists, and workers that use those words all of the time. So, to avoid misleading anyone that's listening, let me define what I mean by masturbation. I define it as a practice of focusing on one's pleasure so as to arouse erotic energy. This can take many forms, including stimulating the body with various sensations. The goal to orgasm is optional, as well as genital stimulation. You can take it or leave it. It's really all about what you want to do. It's about your pleasure. So when I talk about masturbation in this and future episodes, please remember that I'm working with that definition and that it's one that many people use, which is something to keep in mind if you ever discuss masturbation with anyone else. Why am I emphasizing the importance of being mindful of this? Well, while whatever definition you use may be fitting for your personal self-pleasure, What happens when, say, as an example, you ask your partner how they masturbate because you want to learn how to give them the juiciest pleasure they love when you have sex with them, but neither of you clarify what is meant by masturbation. One potential outcome and one that I actually see a lot in my practice when these conversations take place without taking that moment to spell out a definition is that many people only focus on what feels good on their genitals because they think that that's what's being asked. When that happens, so many things get left out of the conversation, which unfortunately eliminates the accessibility of reaching those juicy, explosive, blissed-out sensations. Bummer, right? So some great questions I recommend asking when you're having this conversation that are not about genital stimulation are, what gets you turned on in the first place before you masturbate? What do you do or think about in order to escalate that arousal? When you masturbate, do you stimulate parts of your body that are not your genitals? Is there something you need to hear to get you there? I'm so curious about your fantasies. I'd love to hear them if you're comfortable sharing them with me. I've been thinking a lot about you and what you do when I'm not around. And if you ever want to show me how you masturbate in detail, I'd love to see it. Okay. Not only can a conversation like that be super hot on its own, (laughs) it's those exquisite little details that can be so subtle that really matter and make all the difference. There isn't one way to have sex or masturbate, so both activities are wonderful ways to connect to our bodies and to our sex partners. The more we increase our body literacy, the more pleasure potential we tend to have access to. Doesn't that sound amazing? I mean, it does to me. Now, there's so much more that we can say about masturbation, and we definitely will on this podcast. In following episodes, we will do some masturbation myth-busting, discuss how heteronormative socialization affects people differently, and creating an association between self-pleasure and shame. We will talk about solo sexuality and ways people masturbate without any genital stimulation, among many other topics. So the conversation is going to get real juicy real fast. That said, I want to end this episode by showing masturbators everywhere some love, especially if you were ever taught you were wrong for giving yourself erotic love. So, dear masturbator, you sexy beast, your self-pleasure is wildly powerful. You're an artist of the erotic. Your ingenuity of combining what you see and feel in the world into a unique creation of beauty and force that seduces you into excitement is power. The way you turn yourself on, it's so hot. It's beautiful and perfect and always available to you if you so choose. The way you know your body and mind so well, you can make yourself feel that good is nothing short of magical i got just thinking about it Ugh. okay so i'm going to take that as my cue to excuse myself feel free to write to my email in the show notes if you want me to share any thoughts or questions this episode stirred up in you sending you sweet love until next time ciao